Okay, we're, we're doing that. I, I think we're live, Jane. So, <laughs> all right, welcome back. Sunday evening, um, Mindset Explosion, episode number 30. I'm on season three. Oh my gosh, I know. Uh, today, tonight, I've been joined by the uh, lovely Jane Marrett, uh, and you are a weight loss advisor. Is that correct, Jane? Yeah, nutritional weight loss. Nutritional weight loss. Okay, and we thought we'd have a little chat tonight about, well, I guess I've put on <laughs> lockdown pounds a little bit, um, a little bit of what tips we can do and going forward and some of the, you know, the amazing work that you do, I've just been hearing about. So is this been quite a common thing through lockdown, Jane? With, um... It has. Yeah, it's funny when lockdown started, I, I didn't know you know no no one knew what was going to happen and I did wonder if people having time off work you know those that have been furloughed and um that they would be able to make themselves a priority not having to rush off to work and deal with kids in the morning going to school um and really sort of sort out bad habits but actually it sort of went the other way and um which you know I can understand but people started baking alcohol consumption and snacking went up and the people are generally finding that they've put on a couple of pounds at least through through lock through lockdown, which you know it doesn't surprise me. I think you know I mean even guilty as charged actually the first few months that first month was really weird wasn't it in April and yeah. um, but the weather was amazing so you're sitting in, in the garden and you you know you'd want to have a beer at five o'clock because it felt like you're on holiday to a certain extent so um, yeah and yeah it's just it's. You look back, it makes perfect sense what happened. But at the beginning, I wasn't sure how it was going to go. I have to say all my clients have held on very well. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> well done. That's good. <laughs> I got me breathing down. Not breathing down the neck, but you know. <laughs> I know you can get around the house. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know, I know. I can still find them on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you think, um, obviously, we're going to talk a bit about mindset of stuff and, you know, how, how we can use our mindset for um and not go on a, a diet because I, I'm not I don't agree with them and I, and clearly you don't because we Absolutely. yeah um so I, I guess when we got sometimes these other pressures and they compete it's they're there but so we let's say with lockdown we knew lockdown for some it may have been fine but others it might have been a pressure and maybe it was a pressure they didn't realize was there so I guess I and you you were saying about bake. I be, I baked some sausage rolls yesterday. So um, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't tell Jane. My skills. Uh, so yeah, I guess I don't even know if it's boring. I just found that like that's baking. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's things we don't normally have time to do, isn't it? And yeah. um, I think banana bread was the number one thing. It was just something different. It's relaxing. It was something you could maybe do with the kids, and you you know you had something nice for you at the end of it. I mean, it made perfect sense you couldn't get hold of flour for no money for weeks no. <laughs> frustratingly yeah but it was it was i think it's you know it's a, it's a comfort thing which is a massive thing around food isn't it it's uh yeah. you know we eat for many reasons and, and comfort is one of them and, and when it comes to when it, you company it's generally sweet yeah and i gotta say that's my 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 bad habits the sweets so yeah chocolate yeah <laughs> uh and haribo uh, I, I cut back my haribo yeah this isn't going very good is it i'm not here this is turning into a bit of a consultation Matt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but i guess 
if we're not honest about it, then absolutely. And Joe, it's one thing I really, really love when when people come to me for help. They are so honest, and when they, you know, I get them to keep a diary, and it's and they and I always, you know, thank them for their honesty. And they say, "What's the what's the point if I'm not going to be honest?" But um, yeah, it, you do have to be, and it's and I think we we're very good at fooling ourselves, and we. I, I know when I before I lost my weight I couldn't understand why I was overweight it was like you know I eat really healthily and mm. but and, and fought myself for years so yes you have to take, stand back and take a good hard look at, at the, all the habits that are going on and why yeah I, I think a lot of things it's habits we're creatures of habits right we are and you know what life would be blooming hard work without them you know it's just yeah. the whole just down to you know when you clean your teeth and you go to bed and all the rest of it you know if we if we had to make a decision every time life would be I mean we, we wouldn't get anything done so habits are quite helpful that they you know they speed up the day um but and they're always you always get a, re, a reward back from a habit there's always you know a, a nice thing at the end of it and that's why you know high fat high sugar things become a habit so quickly because you get that instant well not it's not a reward is it but that instant oh this is great it's that kick isn't it it's a it's a nice thing um which just pulls you back for more um but it's but we know it's not it's not great for us so it, then it's very hard to, to kick those habits because we want that kick we want that and we tell ourselves it's a treat and we deserve it and all the rest of those other mind games that go on so um yeah isn't it funny how that relates back to quite a lot of things though uh, everything you know what I mean so yeah it's interesting so um I, I guess so someone that comes to see you uh, Jane are, are they is it oh, I just want to lose weight or is there a bit more I'm sorry I know you, you're not going to discuss clients but is there a bit more to it than that are they feeling like a, is there a lack of confidence or is it it's it can be everything it can be yeah that it, I mean that by the time that they've got to me they've been through a whole raft of emotions and it can be um wanting to feel better look better confidence they what might be worried about health um it's it's the whole the whole shebang usually it's usually a bit of everything but I mean I had one guy come to me recently who just wanted to lose weight but actually the the knock-on effect of his life since he's tweaked his habits and he's eating better nutrition nutritionally is it's just phenomenal and he's he said he was always felt like he was in a fog and he was always tired and there was no motivation and so he's lost a stone now in the six weeks we're working together but he's but he's more taken with the change that he feels so he did come to me for weight loss but actually is reaping the benefits um of the whole lifestyle thing but um i think people generally come to me they want to to look and feel better yeah um, and then the the add-on effect of eating better eating you know nutrition and looking after yourself nutritionally then is um is always i mean that is addictive in itself actually well I, and i i suppose you know just thinking about myself really if, when you've got more energy you've got it's almost like you're giving more yourself more time for things absolutely yeah yeah that's one thing he said you know he's he's used to put off jobs and things he didn't want to do and um and just getting out of bed in the morning and getting going and when you're when you're eating well and you're 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 getting everything you need and you're getting the right sleep your energy levels you just you can pack so much more into the day and you don't have that massive lull in the afternoon yeah. you know it's um the, the benefits are really very far-reaching excellent and 
and it's not all about pumping nothing wrong with pumping iron um it's not all about that is it it's not you know i really believe that when it comes to weight loss it's it's 80 percent what you eat diet and 20 percent exercise so I, as i was saying to you just now you know you you can't outrun a bad diet and i you know i know i've spoken to a lot of people who are real you know fitness junkies and they and they exercise a lot but their and their diet isn't particularly good and i'll say to them well, what happens if you if you break your leg what happens if you're out of action for a few months something happens and they, they always you know they they stop and think because they would put on a lot of weight i spoke to one guy put on a couple of stone in in a matter of six months because he couldn't run he hurt his knee um so you know you've got to get to grips with your eating habits first and foremost and the the weight loss will will speed up the weight loss sorry the exercise will speed up the weight loss mm -hmm. and it also helps you main, maintain the weight loss as well so it is it is a that 20 percent is a vital 20 percent but first and foremost it's it's your eating habits and just and the knock-on effects of the alcohol with the whole the knock-on effect of the um, exercise just to your mental well-being and and your health is is huge so you can't discount that 20 percent. but yeah weight loss is 80 percent. in my opinion 80 percent. but even it's still a balance because if you didn't have one, yeah yeah exactly it, you know, doesn't matter whether it's 80 20 it, you need um that you to do. make the other bits work right so absolutely absolutely and you know what it's better to be slightly overweight and fit than underweight and not fit true yeah yeah so and what, what's interesting jane is i, I think this is because you're mostly predominantly predominantly on uh, linkedin aren't you so yeah I, I think that's where i stumbled across you and um what was interesting for me is that you you, you have female clients of course and you have a, a female group but you're focusing quite a lot with with guys and you know what what kind of pushed you down because this is within a niche within a niche i guess but what kind of pushed you in that direction to you know help us men i suppose well it you know it's funny it's i'd always when i started so i started up three and a half years ago and my aim was my mission was always to work with men because i as i mentioned you know 12 years ago i was a slimming world consultant and i was very very frustrated that you know i had a group of 130 people and only five percent were men at one time um and then men out there that that need help and support but it's it's difficult for them to, to find it so you know it takes a really brave man to walk through the doors of a, any weight loss group because it's so heavily female dominated um and they always did very well as well you know i it was it was fantastic when they they came through the doors um but they ran away pretty quick as well if they could um and i just i work i work really well with men i enjoy um enjoy working with them they do they do well and it's just i just feel that there's there's a hole in the, in the market they don't get the support and um whereas women do i think with with men as well i think when they want to lose weight they feel they've got to join the gym mm. um or they've got to do the keto diet or fast or it's always really drastic stuff but actually it's it's finding that middle ground that um you know moving forward sensibly it's and it's boring it's not exciting I wouldn't sell a book with this message but um it really works and it's that it's for that permanent weight loss um yeah. that so many men are looking for that um there's there's not an awful lot of support out there for them I, I know obviously we're talking about men but you, you work with females as well so yeah and how like how you work is it is it different is, is you know how does it, is no, the it different or 
Do you know, it's funny because I was quite over the years, I've been quite surprised how similar the things that they say, the men and women, there's not an awful lot of difference. You know, the whole about feeling better and looking better is as important to men as it is to women. Um, but they do have different ways and and a lot of you know with men you can almost it's like it's also like a game a competition they thrive on that they do really well with and I think that's why the accountability works so well because you know oh I'm you know seeing Jane on Monday I've got to <laughs> got to do this that and the other um yeah, and, and also, you know, another reason with women of a certain age, you know, I'm not trained in hormones and um, and so that's another reason why I, um, I I don't feel as some women I can't help if it's hormone based, then I'm not I'm not trained. Um, but yeah, so I, I wanted to, to work with men right from the word go, but I was advised from many people not to do that. But um, over the last sort of 18 months, I've I've done that more. And it's 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 been going really well. You, you it's just reaching you. Yeah, you've got to follow what 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 you're feeling there. I think. And, I know. You know, yeah. it's so funny because I was with my my gut. I wanted to work mm. with 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 men. I mean, I do. I, I'd say 30, 40 percent of my clients now are still women. If if they contact me and we have a chat and I connect with them and I think I can help them, I, I do. Of course, I do. Um, and I do love my female clients. Yeah. But on LinkedIn, it's yeah, that's where I focus on the men. So because you've talked about um, a couple of different diets. So uh, and obviously being a coach myself, I know the answer. But for, for everyone that's watching, why, you know, what's the difference between saying, oh, I'm just going to do this keto diet or whatever the one is at the moment, um, as opposed to coming to see someone? What what's the difference between between that because I've never liked these these different names that I couldn't see the point of them because it just seemed like quick fix and that's it we're done then I got to come back to the next one then the next one so um exactly no so um there are, anybody can follow a, a diet plan and we've all done it and we've all lost weight but it's just doesn't get to grips with those fundamental issues, habits, problems that are, that are going on. So the minute you hit a stumbling block, and there's so many reasons to throw in the towel, and there's so many, you know, got busy lives, problems coming up, then we just throw in the towel, and then we go back to our old ways. There's no nothing in the middle. So, and actually, you know, they, they've proved now that dieting, losing weight at any stage for however much for how long is better than not losing weight at all so you know that's not I can't you know not all negative on the diet front but if you want to really crack your weight loss and you want to per be permanently in control then diets are not the answer I don't give my clients plans to follow they're all different and I tweak their we tweak their eating and lifestyle habits so that it's manageable and it's it, it's phased as well because this is the thing why New Year's resolutions don't work because we wake up on the 1st of January and we instantly want to be something we're not. We try and lose weight, you know, we stop drinking, we, you know, we start pounding the pavements and and within two or three weeks, it's just, it's just too much. So it's got to be bite-sized chunks, no pun intended. Um, and it's got to be, it's got to fit around your lifestyle and, and what you, and your capabilities as well. So if you're, if you don't like cooking, there's no point in, me giving you a diet plan that makes you you know 
start chopping onions every night and stuff. So, um, so diets do work, um, but it's always it's short term because you've got to change fundamentally change your eating and lifestyle habits and yeah. really know what's going on. So, so like, how long generally would a client um, like stay with you? Work with me. Um, well, my my program, my my main program is twelve weeks long. So and so some clients do the 12 weeks and 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 off they go some stay with me for a bit longer and they'll they'll do, do a monthly monthly role for a while so i've some stay with me for you know six months nine months it depends they're all very very different yeah okay. I like that. And, sorry yeah um, no well and some do the the my this um I've got a one-off service and sometimes that's enough. They'll just do the, the one session with me and, and um, off they go. It's the ones, you know, people that need the accountability that stay with me for the 12 weeks. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, and I, I just like the way it's, um, I suppose the same for a lot of nutritionists, but, um, you know, it's around them. Absolutely. Uh, you don't realise that. You just think, oh, what, what am I going to have to do? I'm going to have to eat crazy stuff and... I've got the, the, the tell you the, the scope, the range of my clients. I've had I've had ex-vegan chefs. <laughs> yeah. Someone that just hates cooking and won't, you know, it's all about the microwave and and everything in between. It's just that everyone is so so different. So there, there isn't there is not one size fits all at all. No, brilliant, brilliant. Um so I if I is um is would it be a question, let's say um I was following this plan. Is it? Have I got like a list, like a, a shopping list? How does that work, Jane? <laughs> well, do you know what? Sometimes we, if we're talking through what's coming up ahead, I sometimes we do write a list. We try and because there's, you know, you the more you can plan, the better it is. So, and some people are better at this. And this is this is a lifestyle habit as well to develop is just thinking ahead, so you don't get caught out. Um, and it, you know it's it's so basic, but just getting the shopping in, just when you know when are you going to do your weekly shop, um, planning that in as well. So we do. I I don't write shopping lists, but I'll sometimes we'll I'll get them to jot a few things down if I know it's going to you know ease the week, and it re it does really help some people to have that sort of level of guidance. Yeah. And and let's say let's say I'm a chocolate a chocolate lover. I don't want to give up my chocolate. Is that the end of my chocolate? <laughs> How does it work? Because I'm sure that's a question. Uh, is this is this for you, Matt? Is this a secret <laughs> question just for you? <laughs> um, I, I'm you sure some of my viewers feel the same. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I can listen to them and go, no. Um, do you know, nothing is banned. The minute you ban something, you want it even more. The more yeah. it's restricted, yeah. the more. And this is the vicious cycle of, of dieting because you know, you go on a diet, you restrict something, and then you feel deprived and sorry for yourself, and then you gorge and you put on weight, and it start and it starts again. So as soon as you say, right, you can't have that, our brain tells us, right, I really want it now. Mm. So you can't ban it. So, but it's knowing is finding out what you can get away with. So they always say, oh, everything in moderation, but you know, what does that actually mean? And it means different things for different people. So, you know, if you can get away with eating chocolate, you know, if you if you plan it in and say, right, I'm going to have my chocolate on a Saturday night or, but sometimes that might affect weight loss or, you know, it depends what you, what, how it's going during the week. But it's, it's the same with, with all these things. It's finding out 
how often you can have them. I mean, daily, daily chocolate, daily cake, it's not going to work. So, you know, but, you know, it's how often can you have it? And that's one thing that I find out as I work with my clients. Um, but so I wouldn't say, no, you can't have any more chocolate or any more gummy bears, Matt, but um, <laughs> it's fine. So I, interesting, I did in back in March, um, there was a thing called D-Chocs, which was run by the British Heart Foundation. And it was so giving up chocolate for the month of March. And I ran a Facebook group for that, for that month. And I did it as well. I, I started it because I wanted to do it because I was starting to have some dark chocolate a little bit after lunch every day. And it really had a hold on me and I couldn't, it couldn't sort of finish lunch without having this bit of dark chocolate. And it was really, really interesting to, because I wouldn't normally recommend that to clients to say, right, ban it for a month. But it was quite a good exercise actually. And it was very helpful because it just made you realize what, what a hold these habits have on us and finding a, a successful way of changing it so and I had to do it because I was running the group so uh it that's was really interesting was... yeah I, I was just oh. thinking then really because even I suppose it wouldn't hurt if you did that every once a year or every now and then I suppose I, I no I, I I'll definitely, definitely do it again yeah I, I gave up alcohol I, when was it it's, it, I, for a year, I, I think I was training for one of my um, it, black belt exams. I thought, oh, I'm going to just knock this out for a year. Uh, wow, way that's back a when we're still smoking in pubs, though. And it, what was interesting, yeah, we know the effects of alcohol. I still woke up, I've been out of friends and the, the, um, the smoke coming over. But it, I, I did feel better for it as well. And, I, and since, ever since, I hadn't. So I don't know when smoking was banned in pubs. Um, I wasn't smoking. God, it was quite a while ago. Yeah, it was, it was a good few years back. It's got to be, it's got to be over. It's got to be 10, isn't it? It's got to be 10 years, yeah. Anyway, um, but after that, my, I, just, I you know, I wanted, wanted to have a drink again. I wasn't going to rule it out forever. And, um, but my drinking habit was different. So you, you drink less? Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. that's the thing, because you, cause you found a way around it. So when you're changing a habit, mm. you, like I was saying to you earlier, that, that you know, you get this instant kick from from a, a sweet or high-fat food. Yeah. Um, so it's finding something that replaces that. And again, you know, this group I was running, we it turned into a bit of a snack therapy group because people were coming up with alternatives they could have instead of chocolate and people yeah. were saying what about caramac does that count <laughs> that's not chocolate but it's but really you've got to think and for me I found um these um blueberry and vanilla corn cakes which are quite they're all natural but they're sweet yeah, yeah. and that did it for me that gave me a bit of a sweet kick and I could do without the chocolate and and it was it was different for everybody so and, and it might be as simple as distraction it might be taking yourself out or doing something slightly differently than when you normally have that normally have the chocolate or whatever because you'll find that it's you're always at the same time of the day that you want this stuff so that's yeah. the first thing to look at is you know when when you're having it so that's all good for you so that's um that's you know just proof that so you didn't you knew you wouldn't ban it forever but since you've gone back to it yeah. you you drink a lot yeah, less drink the drinking habit is just different um maybe other ways because i'm older <laughs> 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 More sensible. But, yeah, but if, and let's say with the, because um, obviously, um, you know, I've got three boys, so 
like how how does it work when someone's doing um you know changing their eating habits is it oh now i got to eat different to the rest of the family um well that's you know that's a really good question actually and and i think most women when they go on a diet <laughs> keep doing this diet they they eat differently to the rest of the family and that's another reason why it doesn't last because yeah. you know who's going to do that so but if you tweak your habits and tweak the family's habits at the same time slowly and steadily you know you switch that white bread to wholemeal and you cut down start having more chicken potatoes and chips and and just little things like that because this affects them too it's yeah. you know people say oh i have i have to buy that for the kids it's like they don't need it either. We are actually passing on our bad habits to them. So I know it's a really difficult one. I've got a 13 year old boy and, you know, he loves biscuits and I do buy biscuits occasionally. And, but it, it's, um, you know, they're, they're you, you, and you can't ban it. You can't ban it, like I say. So it's, it's finding that gradual way, but what they see you eating and also, you know, how about it? They see you with a big salad and oh, mum's on the diet again. And it's yeah. just, it's giving out all the wrong messages. Yeah. So I really encourage um, my clients to incorporate the whole whole family because I you know I've got um, a couple of women recently and they both got a bit of a diet coke habit and I say well you know would you let your your kids have that and they're like God no no way and it's like well but you haven't got a leg to stand on because if they turn around and say I want one and you say well <laughs> when they see you yeah, drinking yeah. it so often so. I think it's 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 really important that we reflect what our habits on onto them and you know we should all we should all eat together and the same stuff. I know that's easy said. I know. How well, old are your children, Matt? I don't... Um, yeah, well, my eldest is eleven. I got a um, the other one's ten next month, and then a seven-year-old. So, Oof. and they all eat different. It's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is. But yeah. it's actually, um, one of them doesn't like potatoes at all. So there's just no point buying potatoes half the time. So that's <laughs> I suppose. And one likes olives and tomatoes. The other two don't. And so yeah, it's, it's sometimes it is a bit. Um, but if I'm, if I'm, just, if I'm mashing mint stuff up and trying to hide it. And stuff yeah that's a good way yeah. yeah and just keep putting it in front of them just keep yeah. trying it and don't just say if it's there if you want it and they see you eating it and maybe an older sibling that you know it just it morphs slowly but does it does take a long time it's tomato ketchup in our in my household he can't eat without tomato ketchup i try and hide that <laughs> uh, yeah, i think i but i i loved that when i was a kid and i don't really just taste nasty now so all oh, right good good i guess our taste buds change as we they, they do actually they really do and that's another thing i've got people say oh no i don't i don't i can't eat fish i want to eat fish and i don't like them so and we carry all this from childhood as well um something might have happened and i've got I had one woman who would only eat an apple if it was chopped up and that's because her dad always did that and it's like just try it it's possible it is nice to chop up an apple but um but we do we carry these things from childhood and our taste buds really do change and it's worth trying I, I celery for me i keep trying celery and i still my taste buds haven't changed enough i still can't it's the only no, food i don't like i i think it's a texture thing um i do like the taste of banana but it just doesn't same with tomato it doesn't feel right i, I did i learned about some sensory um stuff of um, one of my children so we either sometimes we have a lot of in either too much information coming is generally too much information or not enough and um a banana and it's mashed in my mouth I was like, 
doesn't just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Chop it or anything else. Um, it's the consistency. Yeah. 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 And a lot of people have that as well with bananas and mushrooms and but, you know, keep trying. You know, give it another yeah. five years. Do it. Go again. <laughs> so, yeah. That, that's great. But, and, bananas are great. Yeah. So um, yeah. Listen, that, that's, it's been a great chat. So what what tips um, what tips have we got coming? Because I'm. I'm a bit late coming out of lockdown, but most people are pretty much out and the kids are back on holiday, so. Kids are back on holiday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like oh it's been God, a long it's been holiday, a, it's been a oh my gosh. Five month holiday, and now we've got, and now they've got no schoolwork to do. <laughs> yeah, okay, we made that one up. <laughs> and a lot of people aren't going away. It's gonna be a long old summer, isn't it? But, so my, my, my tips for lockdown, if you have put on a few pounds, you mean? Yeah, and actually now you've just said that, not everyone you know some people won't go and it's going to be a bit of a different summer all around isn't it so yeah i guess i guess we could for a lot of people maybe they've just come out um and it's almost like they're going to go back again well exactly i think and a lot of people and I, you shouldn't put loads of pressure on yourself you know i think it'll be september before people start you know, sort sorting themselves out in that respect september is always a good month for that anyway actually um but it is yeah it's going to be tough but yeah um i, I think, think that's psychological september great for us it's like january and i think because schools start a new year i think it's ingrained in our head a little definitely bit. yeah i think september's a i think september's a far better month for those new year's resolutions yeah than, than january definitely because um it's yeah it's a change of season and it's it's like a fresh start and it is a good it's a good time to sort of get to grips with, with things yeah Sorry, I interrupted you there. So, um, no, so, yeah. no. so um, is there any tips, you know, is it to be a bit more aware or or is it kind of a question of, you know, if, you, if you're ready, do it. If not, September's good. Well, I, like I said, if you're gonna, if you're not ready, I, you know, it's funny, it's a bit of a double-edged sword actually, because if you're not ready, then it's difficult to, to force yourself. However, having said that, quite often, if you get going, the motivation follows. Yeah. So, for example, if you if you're if you're stacking on something every day and you go for a whole day without it, it can be really motivational to, to do it again. And because you realize you can do it. So, you know, so I would encourage you if you to, to, to make steps now. But I think you've got to look at your overall habits. And I always encourage, you know, just keep a diary for preferably a week, but just a few days and see where things have have cropped up and and why and and just work on one habit at a time um and right. it might, might right. be yeah. it might be finding an alternative or distraction but it, it you've got to engage that conscious part of your brain because we're ruled so much by our subconscious and it's so that's why it feels like hard work in the beginning because you're engaging that brain but as the habits start to change it becomes less it was like um driving a car as an analogy has been used before you know when you first learn to drive a car it's such hard work you're exhausted after a driving lesson and now we can drive for hours and we don't even notice we're doing it because it's it's you know in our we're driving from memory so yeah. it, i think it's it's looking at habits and ch choosing just a couple to to tweak to start with and and the main ones the ones that are going to get you the, the big the big hit i guess so like your chocolate and your gummy bears sorry no but joking aside it i'm thinking just listening to you now, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, these these li tiny little things, and it, and it is, and you've got to change 
like I always say, is that 1% change on a, a boat and suddenly over here, isn't it? So, Well, exactly. And you think, you know, to lose a yeah. pound a week, it's, it's yeah. 3,500 calories, which sounds like an awful lot, which breaks down to about 500 calories a day. And if you, so if you keep it down and you look at it and you can see what can be, be chopped. And so even if you don't, if it's 250 a day, then, yeah. you know, it's still going to add up. You're losing half a pound a week throughout the summer holidays. You know, you're going to, it, it adds up. It's, it's worth looking at that long-term gain. That's what I'm always banging on about. It's not about tomorrow or next week. It's about, you know, think this time next year where you could be. So, yeah, I think that's, um, I think that's probably my biggest one is to really keep a diary and look at your habits. I, d- I haven't mentioned one thing is the most important thing is sleep. Actually, if you're not, if you're not getting enough sleep, then that's got to be your number one focus because that has a massive knock-on effect to the rest of your life and in particular what you eat and weight. And I, I know a lot of people have had disrupted sleep throughout throughout lockdown, actually. I think I haven't heard so much recently. I think it might be getting better, but um, I think that's another reason why people put on weight because their sleep was patterns were all over the place. Not mine have actually. Have weird, they? Yeah, real weird dreams. I don't know where um, Yeah. Crazy stuff. Um, but I guess a, a lot of that's the uncertainty. But actually, now you're saying it, I'm, I'm thinking, well, again, what, what can I, what little thing can I change and, um, you know, remold really? So, how, how yeah. do you get in contact? So, I, I think I put your um, Facebook page as a link, um, but you're going to put your website below, is that correct? And as a. Yeah. So, my website is simply um, janemallet.com. Um, I'm most active on LinkedIn. I love to connect with people on LinkedIn. Um, that's where I post most regularly. Um, and a lot of, you know, I give away a lot of um, insight and tips and stuff. So it's, um, and I, I don't do that on, on Facebook so much. I'm quite quiet on Facebook now. So LinkedIn is, is the, the place where I've got most of my, most of my info and my top tips. Brilliant. And, and what would happen if uh, someone would contact you with, um... For, is it a, a consultation? How does it? How does that work? It's always a free chat. Always, you know, because I, I can't help everybody, so I need to know if I can help them, and if they like what I'm saying, it doesn't, you know, it's you know, it's two way streets. So, um, yeah, it's always a, an initial consultation, and then I, I quite often what I'll do is is, is offer the diary delve. So that's just a, a, you know, um, they keep a diary for a week, and I analyze it, and then we have a ninety minute consultation, um, which gives loads and loads of value um and then yeah and then the 12 week if they want some more accountability but i deduct the cost of the diary delve on the 12 week if they if they do carry on sure uh, well listen thank you so much i'm inspired i think that helped yeah oh my gosh it's good it's good and i, I just it, it's nice because a lot of what you said jane it, it obviously we run a mindset show but it is all mindset isn't it and it it can relate <sighs> back to so many things that it, you know, in the time that I've been teaching this and, you know, through martial arts, it, just different, but it knocks on to everything else. So you, you, you get your mindset right for the diet that works for you and helps you feel more in control, I guess, and more confident. And as you said, it, well, it's, well, it's actually, life. Yeah. And just to say, you know, because our mindset as well, it's something like, I've got no willpower and I've got a sweet tooth and all these things. We just tell ourselves those things and we believe them, but that's not the case at all. I don't believe in um, my willpower and what's a sweet tooth. You know, it's just everyone likes sugar. It's just, it's just an excuse 
we give ourselves so that we can eat it and so it's it's changing that mindset and that is possible it really is and and just knowing that is actually quite liberating isn't it yeah I, I definitely definitely yeah and like i said i think the knock-on for everything else is i wish Huge. we had as coaches I, I wish we had crystal balls sometimes for too right yeah the impact it, it goes on and stuff so yeah it's lovely it, it's yeah thank you so much for coming on so um thank you yeah those that are watching um please get in contact with jane um definitely so um jane if you're dropping a, a website just below all right guys i will see you next sunday um same time half past seven enjoy your week bye